Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Ash Thorpe. This is going to be episode 207 with my friend Francois, who also goes by the name Friendly Robot, who we just recently worked on a big project together, a big personal project, a passion project called Passage. Um, it's awesome to have him on the show. It was a bit of an impromptu uh, episode, um, and I think it was we we kind of decided to do this based on talking a bit about Passage and then evolving it into his other short film, which is No Signal, and talking about how we collaborated and how we worked together and kind of how everything came together. So it was a really great way to kind of explain to people that might be questioning or um, have questions or just interested into kind of the back side of things a little bit further and to how these things kind of get created and uh, passion projects and why we do them and all that kind of good stuff. It was cool to actually also get to know Francois a little bit more, talking a little bit about, um, you know, his childhood and growing up and at the same time, like how he's self-taught and how he's been working at this for um, 10 years now. So, and he's 29 years old now, but for working at it for 10 years. And it's really great to see that because I think we've talked about this many times on this uh, podcast about the 10 year rule and the mastery and all these kind of things. So, um, and working with Francois was really great because I was able to, see that mastery and play and then working with that. And then, um, as you see throughout the conversation, we talk a little bit about where Francois is going and why he's going the direction he's going towards and stuff like that. So it's just really cool. There's a lot of interesting information in this one. I think that you're going to all really enjoy it. Um, we just kind of dive deeper into both projects that he's done and about the future and all that kind of fun stuff too. So if you're, um, you know, out there and you're working and or you're at a studio, you're not very happy. Or if you're at a studio and you're happy and you really want to push yourself or considering to make the leap as a freelancer, there's a lot of thoughts in this one as well. Um, and, you know, we go just kind of deep dive into the process of these things and stuff. So a lot of fun with that. Um, trying to think what else is going on. So, um, yeah, everything's good. Um, finally dropped passage. So that's awesome. It was a 13 month process to get that thing done. So super happy and can kind of try to sleep a little bit better now. Um, a lot of really great things going on on the other side of spectrum within client work, working on some really special projects and starting up the next passion project, which you'll hear about, um, in the, in the episode itself. Um, what else is there? We got some merchandise. I think I mentioned this in the last episode. We finally have some merchandise at the collectivepodcast.com. Let me look it up. The collectivepodcast.com. And I think it's slash store. Um, let's see here. Yeah. Slash store. And we have a, a t-shirt called the classic. We have a hoodie, um, a hat, a five panel hat, which are really cool. And then a, a decaf mug basically for coffee. So our tea or whichever. Um, this came from like a lot of requests that we got from fans um, being interested in this show and wanting to have a piece of the podcast. Um, so super thank you, thankful for all you people out there supporting it. All those kind, all the money and everything just goes right back into feeding the episodes and making sure we have better audio gear and all that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, thanks for supporting it. We appreciate it. Um, it's at thecollectivepodcast.com slash store. Um, we'll probably do a couple of the runs later on the year, but right now we're just keeping it super classy, super simple, um, nice and minimal. Um, but yeah, so that's there. Um, I think that's it for this. This is going to be a really awesome episode. Um, just happy to have Francois on here. I always love having friends on the episodes because I can just, we can get right to it and try and talk very openly and candidly and 
thankfully uh, Francois is like an open book so he speaks from his heart and from his mind so uh, the information and the translation of it is very straight and which I love and I really admire so this it adds up to a really good episode in my mind so hope you all enjoy it uh, episode 207 with my buddy Francois aka Friendly Robot let's roll We were talking before we started the episode and um, you mentioned your fear because English isn't obviously your first language. And so I applaud you for learning and growing and taking on this interview because I know you mentioned that you're much more fluent and and, and clever <laughs> in <laughs> native language of French. So Yes, actually it's the case. Uh, yes, I'm French. So yes, obviously my uh, my English is not really good. I think we 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 have a, a problem with um, English here in France, and uh, I think uh, not a lot of French speaks really well English. So yes, obviously I'm smarter in French. <laughs> okay. it's, it, I think the gap between English and French is is such a big gap too. Like when I listen to the two languages together, yeah. they're so different. They couldn't be more different. Um, I mm. guess it's, I guess it's yeah. similar to like. German, I guess, is pretty odd and different too. Yeah, yes, I, I don't really know. I think the English is the, still the, um, the easy, the easier uh, language to learn because I think personally it's really close to French because you know um, several words is completely the same. Um, I think it, it's pretty close. I um, there is a gap, but it's more in terms of uh, mindset. Because, uh, yes, when you speak another language, you have to think um, with the younger language in your head. But uh, I think it's, it's really, really um, harder for me to learn something like like uh, Asian language. This is a real gap. Yeah. It's really for English, I think. But, uh, but yeah, and uh, I, I used to because uh, I used to, I have to uh, learn English because in, in our job, you know, you, yes, it's, it's it's like an international job. So yes, we, we have to speak English. Yeah. It's because um, yeah, there's yeah. some, it's, you have to speak across the world, right? Yes. And it's fun because uh, in France, there is a really bad English education. It's not like in Europe or maybe <laughs> abroad, but, um, but in, in France, we, we got a real problem with this. So personally, I learned English only when I, uh, since I, uh, I work, not, not really at school. Oh, interesting. So, so why my English is, is, is can be bad, and it's why, uh, in general, French English are really bad. It's it's because they only learn it when they work. Oh, interesting. And, and, and not, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. don't. I mean, I guess in America, we kind of we have a quite a broad spectrum of learning languages, but most of the time, for the most most of the people here in America, just primarily speak English, really. So. Yeah, the, yes, I, I think it's so, so cool for you because you English is your native language, so you don't have to speak another language. <laughs> We're lucky, yeah. Other, yes, it's, a, it's a big, I think it's really, really a big game changer, the language. Yeah, well, of course, I'm looking forward to the time. It's probably coming up pretty soon, the next five to eight years, when, when language will, won't be such a big issue. And we can speak naturally in our own native tongue and then have it translated properly so that it can be understood by other people. 
I mean, it takes away the, the, the amazing process of learning a language, but mm. it also removes all this like stuff, you know, it gets in the way of what you want to say, which is unfortunate, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exa 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 um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this is a, uh, in timeline sc scale. So you had reached out to me, um, I'd say like maybe a year and a half ago or so. Yes. Email. Yes. Yes. Year and a half. Yes. Yeah. You, um, it was, it was awesome. I get, um, a bit of emails and ideas to collaborate and you sent me your work and I was like, wow, so great. Um, yeah. when I, when I, yeah. when I look yeah. for collaborators, I look for people that like yourself who are, mm. I could see that you really take your craft seriously and put a lot of time and effort into your work. And so you sent over, you only had one piece to show, but it was plenty enough to, to make sense that, Oh, I understood how good you were, you know, which is great. Yes. I, yes, I think the first thing that I have, um, I have, um, tell to you is, uh, simply it's a simple thing. It's, it's just, I, I remember it just, I, I write you and, and I say, uh, okay. Um, you know, um, I, uh, I know, uh, stuff like, those reference like uh, Ghost in the Shell, Akira and stuff, uh, since I was kid, since, since I'm a kid. So I, I, I saw all this, um, awesome stuff live, you know, because I'm, uh, 29 yeah. years old. And so I was born and I saw it when I was a child and I was, uh, instantly passionate about this. And, um, I think seeing those reference, uh, drive me to, Yes, to design and stuff, I think, yeah. and to drawing, design and stuff. But at this period, um, it was, um, you know, only, J you know, Japan animation and stuff. And it was not really known um, in France, mm -hmm. in any case. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was a bit alone with those reference. Uh, I have, um, you know, I, I have no friends to talk with because they don't know uh, Ghost in the Shell or Akira and stuff. And I think this is the first thing I, I tell you is just uh, uh, thanks to, to bring those reference back, mm. you, back to, you know, to, yes, to, to the public. And um, yes, it's, it's this, yes, I think. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think like when we were first talking, it was, we had a good, um, <coughs> a good understanding of like what we both really liked. And yeah, um, yeah exactly. It's, uh, yes. And you're also like, the cool thing is as we got to know one another, I get to understand how dynamic you are with your art because you also are really great at drawing too, which I was like, Whoa, I didn't know that too. And you would share. Yeah. That. It's really yeah. cool. Cause you're an artist through and through, like, you know how to draw. Um, yeah. you have an imagination, you have your own clear, clear thoughts on things. And you also go all the way to like things like Houdini and really accelerate with Houdini, which is really crazy as well. So. Yeah, I, I, I'm this kind of guy. I think I think it's same for you, but I just uh, I draw since I'm a kid. Yeah, I draw since um, yes, um, yes. I, I draw as um, uh, sooner as possible. You know, when I was really, really kiddy. And um, yes, it's it's a good point. I think to be an illustrator uh, before being a CG artist or something. You know, because uh, yes, it, it's another way to. Yes, to see art. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And it's actually good that you bring that up because um, it's kind of rare on all the guests that I have. It's kind of 
Well, I guess I have had quite a few multidisciplinary um, people on the show, but it's kind of a rare thing to have like that trait to be able to draw really well and then also to do CGI really well because both take so much time. And to have both of those in and in, in, in the mind and a body of a 29-year-old person, it's kind of crazy, you know? So. Yeah, exactly. But it's it's a process. I think it's a, it's a long process because, um, you know, I, I kind of um, stopped drawing uh, when I began CG mm. because for me at this time, it's 10 years ago, okay? And uh, at, the, at this time, I say, okay, uh, CG stuff is better than drawing because uh, you can d- directly work with perspective and stuff, you know, without caring about uh, <laughs> drawing, you know, um, uh, uh, correct uh, perspective, yeah. you, you know what I mean? So, so I, I thought... I thought CG was like an improvement of draw drawing, but uh, now I uh, since w- one year I think um, I'm I disagree with this. <laughs> I think it's two different things, and I think we when you draw you always need to draw to improve your drawing and improve your eye, and so making better CG. Yeah. Because you can't doing CG if you don't master, masterize fundamentals, I think. Yeah. And um, it's why, um, it's why, yes, I draw for a, long t- for a long time, but I'm not really, 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 really strong at it. And I think I need to always need to improve my skills in drawing to be better in CG, you, you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think they go together. I think that CGI, I think there's actually strengths and weaknesses to both. I think with drawing, I look at it almost like when it comes to drawing, it's like we're the world's slowest printer, you know? Like it takes yes. us so long to print an image, but and then that one image is the all it is. It's you can't it's not dimensionalized like CGI is. So but with CGI, it's really great, but the problem is I think if you go straight to CGI and you don't have a foundation of how light works or form or design or um, composition, then the CGI that you work on, no matter what you do, will always feel lacking in something. Yes, and it's it's why I don't really consider that CG is faster than drawing. Mm, Because, because, yes, it's faster to put um, a human body or a a cube in a scene in in CG. It's really really faster than drawing it, you you know, than sketch it. But when you go in depth with details in CG, it's way longer than sketch it. Yeah, that's true. Because you have to go so far into it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> in, you have to go so far in CG process, like baking or I don't know, sculpting or, UV, you know, yeah. all this CG stuff with textures, maybe, yes, substance painter and all this stuff uh, it can be really, really long to yeah. do just, just to get, um, you know, a proper character or something. So, so in Yes, when when you are at this point, okay, it's faster to draw it, and uh, it, it's why I um I really um I I don't have the answer, but yes, I really consider these two things as uh, equal. Yeah, when we were midway through the process of making Passage together, you started falling in love with art again, and you were telling me that you wanted to do more, like um like kind of what Jama Jurabayev was doing, which is like. Yes, exactly. Using the two together, but efficiently yes. and fast. Yeah. 
Yes, exactly. Because uh, so at this time, I uh, I, I did um, so a film more like an opening title uh, called uh, No Signal, and I spent I think uh, near one year to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, honestly, it was so cool. But yeah, I just uh, my mind um, can't wait one year to to move on on another project. It's it's too long for creativity. You know, you 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 have ideas uh, almost every day. You want to do a lot of stuff, a lot of projects, yeah. and um, so it's too, it's too um, you know it's it's too frustrated. Um, to do only CG because uh, you can't, you just can't wait one year to, to move on another project. Uh, so at this time, uh, yes, I, I was maybe a bit tired of, of CG. Yeah. Um, because yes, when we begin passage, passage, it was so cool. But yeah, I, I, I felt, um, yes, it can't replace quick sketch, quick draw, and uh, we can do quick ideas. Um, I did really quickly another way than CG. Yeah. You, you, maybe, maybe uh, if I mean, if uh, my English is too bad, maybe, um, yes. Um, but what you say, I think I agree with too, because um, taking a year to make a piece, some kind of, can take, it could really be um, exhausting. I think like when I think about that, I think about like the masters, like if you bring up Da Vinci, he, he, there was a lot of paintings that he did that he never finished because of how long it took and how wild his mind was, you know, yes. how hard it was to tame his mind to sit down and finish a piece. And I think he, he is just like us. We, we look at our work and we see flaws only, you know, so, and we know that it could be better and we're always progressing. That was probably one of the hardest things I think when we were making passage is that the time took so long to make it that we were constantly getting yeah. better. And so we would have to go back to the shots that we yeah. were, we thought were done and then we would have to fix them. <laughs> and so it was never done. So I was like, remember we were like, okay, we have to put a date on this thing or it's never going to get done. We need to get our lives yeah. back, you know? So <laughs> the only, the only deadline we respect is the, the final deadline. Yeah. Well, we did a trailer that was kind of, we did, yeah. we, we respected that and we, we put that together very quickly. And I think that, showed us that we had a lot of power to finish this if we wanted to we just had to stick to it and that's one thing i think um uh i was talking with Miche because he's making his own film right now and i told him it's best if you make a film especially some of your first ones not alone because it's so hard to do it by yourself you know yeah because you need accountability and you need somebody to push you you know so many times in a passage we were pushing each other like yes and we we can't on each other to get uh, objectivity because uh, it's normal, you know, each time we work a lot and really a long time on something and we we, we lose uh, objectivity on, on what we're doing. So it's really important uh, to be, um, yes, to be uh, two, for instance. Yeah, I agree. Uh, each other and, uh, and it, it's why it's why it's a passage will, was uh, really, really, really better uh, you know, in terms of process, uh, than my uh, last uh, film, uh, No Signal, because I, I was just alone and it was so hard <laughs> to get motivation or, or stuff. It was really, really hard. And um, so, yes, working with some with, uh, with someone is, yes, um, is really the best, I think, because, uh, yes, we can push uh, ourselves further again, you know, further, further. Yeah, and we kept, we kept doing that, too. We kept pushing each other. 
yep. but it's but to go back to no signal though like it's uh, i mean i'm watching it while we're talking and stuff and i come back to it every so often it's like for one person to produce that it's really a, it's really beautiful like it's very well done and it has a lot of just beautiful striking imagery and you can tell that i mean it's for me the thing that's good to have perspective is um you know the master painters that we respect and grew up loving and admiring would take you know a year to make one painting yeah well look what you did in a year if you could show them what you made in a year it would be quite amazing yes. so it's it's quite a progression right yes yes sure sure it's true yeah. it's true and um yes i remember i i spent um three weeks to do the astronaut <laughs> Yeah, you did, huh? To make it, because you learned mar marvelous designer and everything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yes, uh, at this time, I um, yes, I I just at this time, you know, they they were um, astronauts. Uh, uh, I I think everywhere, like it, <laughs> yeah, it was an overused uh, thing in CG. Well, originally, it started from that one artist that would do astronauts in the streets and stuff, right? What's what's his name again? Yes, it's uh, it's uh, uh, Cornelius Demrich. Yes, he's super good, and I think yes. that's inspired you, and then also Raoul exactly. Marx. Yeah. Exactly, and uh, yes, exactly, and uh, it's it's my first film, so I say, okay, let's let's learn. Um, originally, um, I I would add astronauts into my into a film like a character without a face, you know, yeah. to be you know uh, easier, and uh, but I didn't want to take one from uh, internet. Because um, yes, it was really not my goal. So I needed to learn at the same time. So okay, let's do an astronaut by myself. So I can learn a marvelous designer. I can learn a lot of software and the process. So yes, yeah. it was so cool to to <laughs> learn. You know, it's beautiful it's though. It's crazy that you. I mean, this is something we talked about a lot too, and it's something that I always tell people when they ask me about this stuff. Is like you should do you should learn new things by putting a project to it you know yes yes and 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 yes and uh, um it was totally the case with the passage because i learned uh, Udini, uh <laughs> just just as we go uh on passage yeah you went you went crazy in that <laughs> yeah because yeah. we would have these really interesting ideas and we'd have these long talks a lot of people asked, um, and we're going to get into this further too, but it's also good to talk about it here. We have a, um, a podcast with Motion Community. Is that what it's called? Is that... uh, yes, Motion Designer Community. Yes, okay, with Max from that. We're going to have yep. that um, next week, but that we're doing this. I mean, this episode won't come out probably till after that because of the way that these episodes release, but um, we'll talk deeper about it. But I think it's also really good for like, listeners of the podcast because a lot I got a lot of questions in regards okay. to like how like how we started the process of making it, you know, do you remember how it started? I kind of have an idea, but I figured you'd probably know uh, how, how how we started a passage, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes, I, I remember. Um, I, I I remember we we did a Skype to talk, just to talk originally, and uh, and yes, uh, an idea uh, merged uh, from uh, our conversation. It was about, um, yes, I remember it was about um, the future, uh, you know, evolution, yeah. uh, human being and uh, technology. We talked about this, I think, during one hour. And uh, and it, 
Yes, and from that we 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 got an idea, uh, right? Yep. Yeah, that's right. That's, yeah, and it all came from a conversation. I think um, a good testament to any collaborator that I've had good times making things with. It all comes down to um, a great first conversation and making sure there's alignment because you we have to kind of become one another. You know. Yeah. Um, we have to yeah. kind of merge our minds, basically. Yes, exactly. And uh, personally, I, I remember I was, because Passage um, already existed for you, but it was like uh, uh, a baby concept because yeah. you you already did some Passage stuff. Uh, <laughs> That's right. In yeah. the past. And it was just an idea. It was just, a, you know, um, a young concept. Yeah. I think, and um, and I remember we talked about this, and uh, I was really um, uh, catch uh, by by what you do on passage because it it was kind of new aesthetic, mm -hmm. uh, kind of really weird things, really strange shape, and um, I say okay, it's it's really interesting. Yeah, that's true because I remember um, kind of had some concept art and stuff. So when we started, I already had kind of oh, what do you think of this? And what do you think of that? And I think we just kind of talked about it until we found the place that we both wanted it to be. And and so it wasn't just like, you know, old concept art that I had made. It was also stuff that you could connect with too and stuff. So, and then yeah. it kept evolving. I think it was, we had a, an original talk and then I think we both went away and kind of sketched out how we saw the film in chapters, right? Yes, right. Yeah, and then we had a call and we merged our ideas together, and we we each one of us lost certain ideas, and then each one of us merged ideas, and then it came together. Yeah. Yes, and uh, but but I, I <laughs> it's important in the process because uh, we we firstly talk, then I remember we we wrote, uh, we write something, you know, like a, a little paragraph or something, and yeah. then we we decided to go into images uh, like as a really, really quick sketch. Uh, I, those sketch um, are on Behance? Yeah, they're on Behance, and they're, they're on my site, and they're on your site that you're building right now, via Simplice, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know, but uh, I think we, but this process is really important, just to talk, and then write something, and just after that, sketch something, and not the inverse. I think, I think, directly you know um be uh, you know dive into images i think it's not the right personally yeah. it's just personal but i think it's just the not the, the right way to to doing a concept i agree i think so what you're referencing is is um the common um trend that i think amongst most creatives now because of B, uh, pinterest and stuff like that is to go straight to the reference i think it's Yes. It's better to even if, like if you look at the sketch, you'll see it on our Behance or on our websites that like it's our sketches. I mean, Francois are much better than mine <laughs> <laughs> because for me, I don't care about that because I know I can draw. So I don't care. Like if it looks bad, I can fix it. But it was more like getting the idea out very roughly and very fast yeah. so that the idea can connect to the other one so that you can think loosely through your imagination. Once you have that, then you can pull references as to infer what style, you know, so. Yeah, but yeah. if you don't be able, if you if you aren't be able to, to quick sketch your ID, yeah. then I personally think your ID is it's not, not strong enough. Yeah. If you can't sketch it, you can't modelize your ID by sketch, uh, I think it's not strong enough. 
So yes, it's a really important process because if you can't do it, I think it's because you already need to be adjust, arrange, or improve. Yeah, we would do that quite a bit too, where we would take like really shitty renders or like um, screenshots from the hardware render and just draw on it just to explain our compositions and ideas to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that was one part that I think that during the process, we would, we had a couple of shots. One of the shots, I think it was one of the di- most difficult shots was the thinker shot. And we got lost because we kept going to CGI. Be- we missed the step. We kept skipping the step. Remember? So yes. once we, once we, once we kind of went backwards and started to think about it differently, um, I think you found the solution at the end for the final shot, which was cool. You figured out, okay, well, let's try this Baroque style thing, you know, but. Yeah. And uh, again, you know, again, because uh, the thinker was sketch, was sketch. Yes. Uh, one year ago, but yeah, yeah. can't, we can't do this thing. I, I don't know why we couldn't. We uh, wanted to do a labyrinth, right? Like a broken, shattered labyrinth. Yeah. Yes, it, it was so, so, uh, hard to do it. We, you know, and, uh, and why it, it was so hard because we have to be, um, to, to do things the right place with, um, you know, in, according to the scenario and, uh, to the film. And, uh, it's not like, like just random, you know, random elements and, uh, wow, it's cool. No, it, we, we, we have, we want to say something with, with this shot and we can't, um, do it with, uh, yes, we couldn't do it. So, so, Yes, um, we remade this shot, I think, three or four times. And uh, yes, the last time, I personally, I, I just say, okay, what, uh, again, the idea, what do we want to say with this shot? Yeah. And uh, finally, I, I just get back to the original idea on the original sketch and say, okay, it's clear now, maybe it will work if we do uh, things like this. And it's according to the idea. So it's why again, um, ID and uh, yes, original ID is really really important uh, in the process. I think. Yeah, I agree, and I think it's super important to be able to draw. Even like, I think that's the key, and that's why we showed this part of the process is that like, even if you don't draw perfectly, or if your sketches are very rough and crude, it doesn't matter. I learned that from uh, Danny Yacht. Yeah, I saw his sketches for um, the title sequence for Six Feet Under, and they were like just very rough drawings, very loose and very like simple drawings, but they were highly effective because they helped explain his ideas. And they were he started with an idea first, which I think is very important. So yeah, yeah, yeah and uh, yes, you 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 said it. Maybe some uh, some people uh, you know uh, are afraid to sketch because they don't draw very well and. Uh, it's not important to have quality. Uh, we have to get something uh, clear first. Yeah. Uh, and it's no matter about quality on sketch. Uh, yes, it's no matter if you draw well or not. It's just a way to, to get something uh, clear. And more it's clear, more it will work, I think. Yep, exactly. And I think it's like it's a really important part of it. Did you do that with... Um... With no signal, did you draw out your ideas? How did how was the process for you on that? Sure, uh, sure. It was maybe a bit different, but uh, you know, um, um, I, I sketch only uh, contrast. So it was not really a sketch like a, you know a clean line. Mm-hmm. It was uh, only you know um, black and white uh, shape. You know, to 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 read about contrast in image. Uh, I think it, it and finally it's just 
the more important things uh, in the signal are just the contrast uh, between uh, yes, you know, foreground background and uh, between shape, mm -hmm. uh, basically. So, so yes, it, it was sketch, but a sketch about uh, shape. But um, yes, um, I can't show you now, but uh, yes, it it was really black and white, really like shape black and white. Um, yep. Yeah, so for instance, um, the last scene is just uh, the the sphere, you know, the sphere ship. Yeah. Uh, really last scene, and uh, yes, uh, typically how to sketch it? Just you know, full black and just uh, the interior circle in white, and it gives you basically the composition of the scene, a lot of information in, into just two shapes, black and white, in a sketch. Yeah. You know hmm. what I mean? That's cool. Yeah, I hope Lee, like you show that when you do the when you make your site and stuff, because it'd be cool to see that. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, yeah, it's just cool to see. I think I mean, I think that one of the problems is is we're all we're all so like stuck on um, process, and we often don't look at what the final means and stuff. You know, we're kind con of constantly like, what tool did you use, and all yeah. that kind of stuff, which is understandable because we all want to be creators of our own stuff. You know, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yes, uh, uh, I think I don't, I, I don't get it. Uh, you, you ask uh, which which software I use. <laughs> no, no. I was just saying. Like, oh, yeah, I was just saying like that's um, we're all kind of fixated on. So 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 sometimes I'll share something with somebody, right? I'll share like a like a piece or an image or something, and then all they ask is what button did you press, you know, or what exactly, what software yeah. did you use, you know? Yeah. So what do you think of that? Yes, exactly. So yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yes, typically people ask me, okay, okay which software I use? Uh, okay, man, I, I just use my brain, you know. Uh, I can use Cinema 4D or Photoshop or, or mem uh, even um, Maya or 3ds Max, it doesn't matter. Uh, I think I have just to learn a bit the software and, and then I will do exactly the same thing. Um, it just, it just, it's a no matter of, of, uh, of software because software is just a tool, like your end is a tool. But the creator is your mind, so yes, uh, I think it's kind of uh, it's kind of, of yes. Um, I don't really like this kind of question because uh, yes, it's, it's totally uh, it's not true. Uh, it, it gives an uh, impression that if you get this software, you will do the same, but <laughs> it's not the case. And uh, I know, I know, brain, you know, I know, brain loves easy solution. <laughs> they love easy process. Yeah, so yes, if, if, if someone get, can tell you, I have, uh, uh, you know, a secret, I have magic, a magic secret, I have, uh, I use Cinema 4D, and when I use Cinema 4D, if you use Cinema 4D, you will do this. And uh, so the brain loves this solution. Okay, I have just to learn three buttons, and I can do this. But it's, it's not true. Yeah. It's totally false. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had to be. I mean, we we do use these programs because they do work for us. So that's true, and we cannot yeah. make these. We couldn't make our films without them. That's true. So there's, yeah, a, but at the same time, there's more to it. I think, right? Yes, there is way more than uh, software because in, you know, um, it's. I, I think passage. It's a good example because I think we we maybe use ten ten softwares, ten different softwares. <laughs> yeah, and and. <laughs> Yeah. No, we used, sometimes we use ZBrush. We did exactly the same. 
that we did on ZBrush, we did the same in Houdini, and then we did the same in 3D code. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, a proof, it's a proof. It's not a matter of, of software, but just a matter of uh, ID. And uh, yes, because uh, for instance, maybe I, I can talk about the Queen. Yeah. So the last shot of, uh, of Passage. Yeah. And uh, yes, for the Queen, typically we, um, I mean, uh, before the Queen, we cut um, we cut some part of bodies on the warrior that is the second shot. Yeah. And we did it. We did it in um, in ZBrush back then. But for the queen, we we use the same ID, so we cut um, you know uh, her body into parts, and we did it in Houdini. I don't I don't remember why we didn't uh, do it in ZBrush, like just like the warrior, but. Yes, we we just do the same thing in two different software. Yeah, I think I think at that time, you had really perfected the formula that you had created in Houdini to do um, the cutting yeah. and do it in like um, a much. It was much more robust, whereas like ZBrush, it just took a little bit more time um, because you figured out a formula. And I think from doing that, it managed you managed to make something actually more authentic because of the way that it was like a VDB or some kind of weird thing that you made <laughs> that would able to cut. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. work, and uh, you you said something interesting. Uh, the time, because I think the only choice we made on software is only about time. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. You know how long I, I will um, how time you know what much time uh, how much time I will uh, take for doing this, yeah. and this is the most important question in CG work. I think. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> well, I done fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we 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 want to do things fast, so we have to make the the best choice in for software, and it's only time is only matter. Uh, and and yes, so we don't choose software because with software we we can do magic. We choose software because with this software, for instance, we will be faster, and it's a big difference. Yeah, I agree. And we did, we kind of merged a lot of things. Um, and we also found a really great workflow that we have to give um, a nod to Anthony and his film Come True, which is coming out too. Like we learned a lot because yeah. when we were doing Passage, we also worked on um, his film as well. And so we kind of discovered things along the way, um, 3D coat. I already I had I had been using 3D coat for quite some time prior to that, but I didn't yeah. give it as much time as I did by the time we worked on um, Come True. So it was like really finding a good practice and why and when to use 3D coat in the process too. So it's like, um, I mean, this is such an in depth conversation about just because oftentimes with these podcasts, the thing is I, I have somebody on the show that I've never met before, so I, it takes like 30 minutes to to get to know them. But since uh, we've known each other for quite a long time and we've done such stuff together, it's like easier to talk about stuff in depth in detail. So it's kind of cool because yeah. it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, cool. it's, it's a much better conversation that's on, in, in, in regards to that, you know? So, but mm -hmm. um, in regards to tools and stuff, I think, yeah, it's like we <clears throat> discovered different things that were more useful. And as you started, cause I didn't do any Houdini stuff on this because I just simply had to avoid it because it was too crazy for me at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Houdini is, is really crazy. It's it's why, um, <laughs> yes, it's really crazy. I I, I think uh, Houdini, um, 
Yes, uh, personally, I, yes, I just use Houdini to be uh, faster on some process, but uh, I, I don't really want to go in depth with uh, Houdini like a uh, uh, mega mind uh, FX artist. I think it, <laughs> yeah. it's not my stuff, but uh, it's not my thing, but it's still interesting. But you say something in, uh, really interesting too uh, about, um, yes, uh, come true. Because back then, uh, back then, yes, I um, I really would to be a good CG artist, like um, you know, well unwrapped things, well baked things, and um, you know, just doing well, you know, like a clean topology, clean uh, unwrap and stuff. But I, I realized uh, with no signal and, and then passage, I realized, okay, but it's takes too much time for yeah. you know too much time and uh, maybe it it doesn't really interest me I, I I'm not interesting by uh, technical part of, of something I, I want just to create create kind of world or emotions through image and uh, so doing something really clean and really long and really it's maybe not my things and uh, I I learned it um, when we yes when we work on come true. Yeah, because Anthony is the king of resourcefulness. Um, yes, he, he's my favorite CGI artist <laughs> because he's so smart and so efficient and so good at like making the most impact with the fastest amount of effort, which is really crazy. It's a very rare trait, I think, because um, like you, I feel I'm the same, and I think a lot of CGI artists feel the same because I think CGI artists are so hard on themselves because of the community is so hard on CGI artists, you know? Yeah. We're like, oh, did you model all of that? Did you unwrap that? Did you model that properly? Like yeah. all these yeah. things, you know? It's like, I have, fuck uh, off, I have man. An <laughs> yeah, I have an instance for this because uh, someone, uh, uh, for instance, asked ask me, uh, it's not to ask, uh, so someone tells on, on the signal, uh, yeah, you, you use uh, this electric pole on CG Trader, you know, or something like this. Yeah. And uh, I say, <laughs> yes, I already modeled uh, 50 by the past. I don't want to model it again. It's yeah. not important. It's not the subject. It's not the topic. It's not just important. And uh, yes, sometimes we have to... Yes, it's, maybe it's another topic. But uh, yes, because today with internet and, you know... Uh, CG stuff and, and all of that, yes, we, we have a um, uh, really, really uh, good uh, access to materials and resources. Uh, I think it's another topic. Yeah. But, um, it's a good topic, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, so uh, use, use um, assets from uh, a, any, any site or something. It, I think it's clever. I think it's smart because, uh, because we don't want to spend too much time time to uh, model uh, electric pole yeah but but um we we don't have to forget the main topic it's create things so i think it's important to 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 create your um, your main object create you know keep creating things um besides of using assets you, you know what i mean because yeah. I think some people get lost with this and uh, using assets with everything. And I, yes, it can it can be uh, soulless maybe sometimes. I don't know, but it's it's a topic. I I think it's I think it's actually good for um, any CGI artist to actually go through the process of creating something completely from nothing, so they understand how the process works. Because 
yeah. if you if you just take and do that. But at the same time, who cares, you know? So yeah, yeah, sure, I think sure. the right way is the the way that feels natural to you. If what feels right to you is to model everything, that's fine. But you shouldn't go online and just like tell people that they should do the same thing as you because that's just stupid and it's ego driven. Yeah, it's very sure. insulting and rude, you know. So yeah, sure. I I, I it's it just my point of view because on on me on my work, you know, uh, just, I just say okay, it will be very fun to model just everything, but. Uh, you know, I it's it's not my thing. I need to move on. I need to to express ideas. I need to yes to yes do my images. You know, keep um, get these images out of my mind. Yeah. So yes, sure. And the faster you can, the better. And I think that was one thing that we really learned closely from yeah. working with Anthony. It was like you know work rapidly, get the ideas out. Don't worry about all these other things they'll kind of evolve with it and that was kind of so during the process of this because i mean during the process of of um making passage uh, i had made epoch 2 i designed a car for ken block and then we had done this as well and we we're also working on come true and then various other um projects as well but you also had a really big shift in your life which was you had left a studio that you were working with for quite a long time yeah. too so. Yeah, ex exactly, exactly. It's it's fun because uh, now I think uh, I get uh, why I was so attracted by uh, so catch by uh, a, a project like Passage because you know the title is Passage and uh, maybe at this time uh, you know because at this time when we begin when we began uh, Passage so I worked in a studio uh, and. Uh, Yes, I, I just needed to move on, I, I think, in my life at this time. And um, yes, uh, during passage, I, I, I left uh, my job to, to um, uh, embrace a new life of uh, freelancing, mm. you know. Yeah. And uh, so it's, it's, it's like a, a real, you know, a passage in my life. And, and, and so just after this, uh, unfortunately, my, uh, my father uh, passed away at the same time so yes i yes it's like a passage it's it's like um you know uh it's a new life mm -hmm. uh for me since we work on it on this uh, project yeah and uh my uh, my father um was uh, pierre and uh passage was uh yes did in loving memory of uh, of pierre so uh, mm -hmm. my father yeah, we wanted to pay tribute to him because uh, well, I never met him, but I mean, damn, you know, it's your dad. So and having lost your father in the middle of production, I was like, yeah, we have to. So it also I think for me, at least it was like, OK, we have to make this awesome and we have to make it good and we have to finish it, <laughs> you know, so it, it kind of lit me up, you know, to get me pushed harder, you know, to um, once we did that, because it was like, oh, we're not just making this for our, our own artsy fartsy needs, you know, like we're making it. In honor of your dad, so I felt like it was. Like, yeah, and uh, yeah, and I realized just uh, just now it's 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 maybe why it was so important and uh, and so uh, yes and uh, I yeah it's I know it's same for you but uh, yes yeah so yeah far. I mean it's a powerful thing you know so and doing these things I think it's like um you know it, it is a passage and you're going through time and you're passing you're passing through time and you're you're experiencing things you know in, in your life and yeah. it was a bit i think it was a big step and a change for you too to to go and take a 
a risk on yourself, you know, like, like you said, you didn't have like all these projects and clients and stuff, but you're willing to believe in yourself that you're going to eventually, and that you will have what you need, um, through your career, um, with hard work and dedication. So, um, taking a risk on yourself is so big, you know? So yeah, it's something, you know, um, I think that's a hard decision, but you, you made it for yourself. And I think it, I think it's a wise one because I think you're happy now, but you know, it's not like you weren't happy at your studio. I'm sure it was great. It's just, I think working in my mind, working at a studio has its place in the artist's career. You know, it's like, you yeah. Need that. yeah. Yeah. It's just depend. I think it just depends on you. It depends what you want to do and what you want to become, you know? And, uh, and yeah, I think it's, kind of really, really personal feeling. I, I really need to, yes, to move on to just do what I want closer than what I want uh, in any case, because I can't consider I doing what I want now. It's just, yes, but, uh, you know, it's a life process. So, yeah. yes, but, but yes, um, yes, it, it, it was not the right way for me to be uh, in studio. So, yes, I'm even more happy now. Yeah, but, you uh, just kind of work from home now, right? Yes, for, from home with my cool, uh, really cool uh, desktop. <laughs> <laughs> and your cool epic computer. little puppy, your little cute puppy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I a, yes, I have a really, really little uh, Pomeranian little <laughs> puppy. It's called yeah. Pee-wee. Your Pee-wee, the, <laughs> the Pomeranian. It's so cute. It's like this little hedgehog. It's like a little baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We both have like these little baby dogs. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. the Papillon. Yeah, Papillon. I remember that was that one time we were doing a meeting and I think your, your, yeah, I my speaker was on and then your dog, my dog barked and then your dog heard it and it was all, they're all yeah. talking to one another via Skype. Skype <laughs> yes, just like us and uh, it's over France and uh, California, you know, dog speak. Yes, like, uh, oh, you, you, you are, yes, you uh ash dog and uh, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> ro, ro, ro. yeah it was like wait wait you speak french french dog all yeah. right yeah <laughs> it was a french bark and uh, you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no it's really cool man it's like it's um it's really tough but at the same time like all, a lot of my friends who i'm close with they all have eventually kind of done this quest where they they work at a studio and they build themselves and then they go off on their own and they chase their yeah. dreams. Like Anthony's one of them and you're doing the same. Yeah, what exactly. And you know, I have really, really, I have no regret. Uh, I speak like this. Uh, we can think it's, oh yeah, it's awful. No, not really. But you know, in, in studio, it's, I think it's really, really, really important because you, you, you learn uh, more like uh, soft skills, you know, yeah. you, you, you learn how to work in team, you, you learn how to respect the deadline, how to respect clients, yeah. how, to, how to just how to work and not just being an artist, you know, a kind of mad artist in his room in the black, you know, <laughs> and uh, it's yes, because and it's so important, I think, to work in the studio, but it's, it's just a part of the process. And uh, I just needed to, yes, uh, to move on just like yes you said anthony and uh, and you as well i i think yeah yeah definitely but it's you know it's all a process and i agree i, I couldn't agree more i think there's parts of, of me that really wants to go back and work at a studio because of like one of the biggest highlights is like i could go and ask any pro 
hey, how do you use that tool? <laughs> you know, and then just learn from them because like the worst part is having to go on YouTube all day and like, oh, yeah, like or buying tutorials that don't really work or I can't really get what I need, you know. So yeah. that's one thing that's really great because then you're working with people that are often better than you at certain things. So you can but they're right there. So you can just go like, hey, so and so, can you show yeah. me how to use this? And then they could show you and save you like a day. And they could yeah. show you in a, in an hour, you can be like so much better. So that's one thing yeah. that I was always really, I, I still miss that part of working with other people. Yeah. 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 Ex exactly. Exactly. Yes. Working with team is, uh, is really, uh, good. It, it gets, um, really, really cool advantage because yes, you can ask two people to help you and, uh, and stuff. Yeah. And they're right there too. That's what helps too. Cause when you're not there, it's like, Oh, okay. So. Are you, are, so what's your, what's your plans? Like, I know you have some ideas. You're kind of, you're on the middle of a sabbatical and passage was kind of part of that. What's your plans now? What are you thinking about doing? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have, I have, I have plans, but it's, it may be a bit boring, but, um, but yeah, now, uh, I think I need to get back to fundamentals mm. really. Uh, I think I will, uh, yes, maybe made a step back, uh, from CG, mm. uh, to be, yes, to maybe, uh, I would like to try to be more creative and get ideas, uh, faster, uh, you know, get ideas done faster. Yeah. And, and so I, I, I would like to, yes, uh, to see what, uh, what will come out, but yeah, I, I would like to back to yes to yes being back to fundamentals in drawing mm. and um see how i can just uh yes merge cg and drawing the, yeah you talk about him the best ex example is jama durabil yeah and uh yes um what's my other plan um yes i think being better you know you you can resume it by it's it just being bit, a better you know better um, uh, myself and uh, yes and also I would like to to get into more um, uh, VR stuff like uh, live CG mm. like, like installations uh, and stuff. Um, sorry. Like installation art and stuff. Not really. Uh, really, no, no. I, I speak about, uh, I, uh, you know, real time. Oh, CG. real time. Sorry. Yes, game engines and stuff. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We had talked about that because I mean, as much as we love Octane and as much as we love Redshift, we actually used halfway through the project too. We started using Redshift um, because of just production design the desires that we had for just getting this done with what the level we wanted, and so that was kind of another difficult thing. We had to learn that, but. After all this, we're like, man, we really just want to work because we were watching. To, we were watching um, through the process of this. Unreal Engine had really spiked, um, and same with Unity too. Both of those engines <clears throat> were making renders that were uh, very similar to the level that we were making <laughs> through yeah. all of this pain, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, wow, why are we doing this? We you could go and like we could give the file to people and they could go and like experience it rather than it be a film that kind of just goes and dies, you know. So. Yeah. yeah, I think we were both saying yeah. that we wanted to kind of get back to fundamentals and then at the same time um, get back and try to really start to master one of these game engines so we could really perfect yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, and when you think about that, uh, about this, it just being back to really, you know, uh, story-driven uh, images. Yeah. Like uh, I, I say this because um, yes, less technical stuff, more um, image, more story-driven images. It's uh, because with um, uh, real-time stuff, you can just uh, bring other emotion another way. You know. Yeah. And it's it's damn interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a different experience, you know. Yeah, experience. Yeah, so. and I think we when we look at it, it's almost like um, like if we look at the history of art, it's like the the masters would do a painting. It was like this two dimensional or three dimensional like f representation, but that was done two dimensionally, I guess. You know, like a painting. And um, now we have like we had films and films are they kind of transcended it because like think about what paintings were. Then photography came around. It diminished mm. the power of paintings. But at the same time, um, now photography is kind of like this secondary thing where it's like everybody has it on their phone, you know. Yeah. So it's like a commodity almost. And now it's like when movies and then movies were really big. Now everybody has the power like they can grab a camera and. So it's not yeah. like a specialized trait. I mean, it still is because you still have to be great at it um, to be yeah, sure. good. But mm -hmm. there's a difference. And now I think the next big bridge is going to, I mean, we talked about this quite a bit, but the big bridge is going to be um, in real time. Yeah. Years, um, yeah. And uh, I think it's, it's, uh, it explains uh, the success of video game industry. Yeah, when you think yeah. it. Because actually, I think the biggest entertainment industry in the world is video games. It's oh, yeah. not yeah. anymore. So yes, um, why? Because because it it uh, it brings another um, experience, yes, another emotion. Where I, I don't know how to say in English, but but uh, when you French, no, I'm joking. Uh, no, I, I, I think no, <laughs> <it'll> be <weird. laughs> That'd be funny. No, yeah. I just want to say when you play to to a game, you you're involved in the game, really. You you know, and it's it's a game changer. Yeah. Uh, emotion for yeah. and um yes yeah, so yeah it's why it's why um software like unreal or stuff uh it's a big bridge to to yes to the same yeah. you know what i mean yeah i think yeah the immersive aspect of games is what we're really both kind of attracted to um and i think it's something that um we really see as being the the future of what we do yeah. so it's not just because now what we can do is we can imagine it in our mind, have an original thought based on our influences throughout our life and our tastes that come from all the hours, the thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of us consuming art, like reading uh, Mobius uh, comics and heavy metal magazine and um, comic books growing up or watching films now. Like we'll talk about Korean cinema because I know you love Korean cinema. Um, mm. but like consuming all that and then that comes up with an idea then we sketch it out with our hand and our mind kind of translating it to paper to the rest of the world and then to using all that and language that we know in these programs translating it to a real um, experience that lives inside of a real-time game engine it's like wow I think that's yeah. we're really getting to that point you know it's, it's really it's very powerful because it's at the very visceral like we're able to take an idea from our head and put somebody in that experience in real time um, yeah, that's a that's a real big thing. That's a I think that it hasn't really been. I mean, it's been shown quite a few times, but I don't think it's really been ex experienced in like a really high level yet. So it's very exciting. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's um, it's uh, still something to do and uh, something to experience, just to see, uh, you know, uh, uh, what what we can do with 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 this. Yeah, how so we, we can we can go uh, in terms of experience with this. So yes, it's uh, really 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 interesting. Yeah, I think. We often talk about um, movies and stuff and your influence from movies as well. Um, yeah. You mentioned some movies that you just recently saw. I haven't seen them yet, but I would love for you to talk about like why you love movies and where they come from and what you're interested in. We talk about Game of Thrones and stuff too, but yeah. Because <laughs> I think we have similar tastes in movies too. Because like, yes. yeah, but I'm just curious. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, movies, movies, yeah. Okay, so... Um, I really like, yes, I, I think we, we kind of same in terms of taste. Uh, I have classic movies, uh, like, uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. I, it's the first one I, I, I have in head. I don't know why, but, uh, a bunch of movies. But, uh, yes, recently we, we, we talked about, uh, one of my, uh, really, really, uh, big passion in movies. It's Korean movie. And, um, yes, I really. Why do you like Korean films so much? Yeah, because uh, um, first things to know is I think the best movie ever for me, it's not sci-fi film. It's, it's weird, but it's not sci-fi film. I think the first, uh, it's, I think it's Old Boy. So oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, and it's like a thriller drama, right? Yes, yeah. thriller drama, but yeah. with a the, with the really, really unexpected twist. <laughs> and yeah. why I... Um, I like so it it dive me into Korean movies, you know. Yeah. And uh, the second one is uh, the Strangers, I think. Uh, another Korean movie, but movies, but why? Because I think uh, Korean movie, it's for for us in Europe or for you in US, it's it's not another culture, you know. Yeah. And I think they 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 aren't be uh, banned by uh, some. Uh, Hollywood, uh, you know, scenario that is very obvious and stuff uh, mm -hmm. by blockbuster and uh, popcorn movies and stuff. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They don't follow the same agenda that we're used to, so it's unexpected. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so when you look at a current movie, it's totally different, and they uh, and they, they get their own culture and um, and through their films, they, you know, they they depict uh, their society. Um, the problem they, they, they get with the, with their society, it's, it's almost uh, like, uh, yes, it's not blockbuster things or stuff. It's just uh, a, still a way to to express uh, themselves uh, into yes, into movies, into art. Yeah. So so what I love in Korean movies is emotion. There will be there is in their film uh, a typical typical original emotion and uh, it's really really uh surprised me it's uh, really uh yes it's uh yes i i love it for this it's, you, when you watch korean movie you feel different emotions than usual yeah than, you know what i mean yeah it's, yeah it's i think raw. It's, it's very raw yes it i think it's why my first film is not really a artistic film, you know, it's more like a really, really powerful emotionally, you know, film. It's, a, it's really, really, old boy is really powerful in terms of emotion, really. And um, yes, 
So yes, it's a uh, it's fun to to do this uh, analyze. Yeah, and I think it's really good, um, and I think it's important to also understand why you love the things that you love. We talk about this a lot too when we we're working. It's like, well, what about this film or what about that? Well, why do we like that? And then we would kind of question one another, not yeah. in a bad way. We would just want to be better and understand ourselves better, you know, and understand. Yeah. Okay, well, why do we? Because I'm the same as you. I actually my favorite films are like dramas. Like I love um, American Beauty and, and films like yeah. that. It's like because I. There's this something about those movies that, like No Country for Old Men, it's like even though that's kind of a it has a bit of action to it, it's still a drama, which is and it's incredibly well crafted. So mm. it's like those movies speak to me the most, you know, um, yes, exactly. like Japanese movies and stuff. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But it's it's fun because I I you know I maybe I I would like to get uh, a first movie like a really really aesthetic one, really you know really. But it's not really the case. Uh, yes, it's more about emotion, and you said it. Um, yes, drama speak to me uh, the, the best way, I think. Isn't it <laughs> odd that we make this kind of art, though? I was wondering that too the other day. I was like, why do we, if we love those kind of movies, why do we make those? And I think because in CGI, it's like we, like this is what we know. It's like robots and shit, you know? Like yeah, but yeah. no, there is. You know, uh, I think science fiction uh, uh, get uh, his role too because it's not it, it just when someone do a film about science fiction it's just about science fiction and not really about drama i don't want to uh, uh say uh you know a journey because th there is um you know welcome to gataka for instance that is one of uh, my best there is a uh, yes two, 2001 space odyssey this, this is drama actually you know yeah that's true but, yeah but uh, and and when they blend, two is, is the best. But uh, I think um, science fiction or robots or stuff can um, play a role because it's like um, we use it as imagery, but it's still a message. Yeah. You know, what I mean? it's like a, a metaphor. You know, yeah. metaphor. Mm. It's like Solaris had a really great way of of threading the line between science fiction as a thing and then also a drama. Um, uh, mm. intellectual drama which is pretty cool too so there and like her was a great example of a very well told science fiction story black mirror kind of does it as well um yeah yeah but it's like yeah sometimes i guess it's just a matter of taste you know but i think at the end of the day it's like um i think it's like the problem that we were talking about we had with like shows like westworld you know it's like it had yeah. like all these really strong, beautiful ideas, but then it kind of had this weird, cheesy Hollywood thing at the end. You are like, what the yeah. heck? Yeah. yeah, because we, yes, we, it's it's nothing unexpected, really. Yeah, yeah, and no. nothing against people that worked on it. Don't get mad if you liked it and we didn't like it. It's not a. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah sure. It's not sure. we're saying that your taste is bad or anything. Well, Francois says your taste is bad, not me though. So. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> no, but like, it's it's just a matter of taste. You know, it all comes down to taste. I have some friends that like love the Marvel movies, that love Avengers and all that stuff, and it's that I, I kind of envy that. I kind of love. I I wish I had that because it would make it so easy to love things because that's the thing right now. Um, yeah, but you know, I I really like uh, Marvel movies. The Sunday, you know, the Sunday afternoon, uh, you know. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I mean, uh, <laughs> like a casual I, film. Yeah. Yes. It's a casual film. It's, it's, a, it's, a, 
it's a yes really blockbuster and some and sometimes it's cool you know you, you take your brain you, you you place your brain just near you and you watch uh, <laughs> a big blockbuster with boom you know and any sense and it's cool it's you know uh, uh, candy for my eye you know it's wow CG stuff everywhere so yeah. cool yeah. but uh, but sometimes you, you have to 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 uh, pick candy for your brain too yeah. and it's two different ways to watch movies and uh, yes obviously we don't say all movies is shit really no but yes we just have a yes we just speak about things and uh, yeah, but um, yes, Marvel movies, it's cool when you want to, yes, it's a uh, really casual when you want to, to, to get no brain with a movie, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's a good way to looking at it, too. It's like you just kind of, you're able to shut your mind off and kind of just indulge in something. Because, um, mm. I mean, I it's not often that I want to watch a heavy movie, too. Like, you you don't watch Old Boy all the time, do you? Uh, actually, I, 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 I think I saw Old Boy. I maybe ten times something like this. That's not that many each, times. Yeah. Yes. Each time I see, I see it. I, I'm yes. But you're right. Uh, I would like to get something else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's like it's heavy, yeah. emotional. So yes. it's like you know, it's like we love them, but at the same time, like it's like No Country for Old Men. I'll watch maybe twice a year. Yeah. Because you know? it's yeah. a heavy movie, and I I'll, sometimes I won't. I'll watch it in multiple settings because. Our multiple t- sittings because it's like oh I want to sit with this scene and I just want to experience that right now and then I'll I'll stop and then I'll think about it and then I'll come back and watch the rest of it later. So, but it's all different too because I know like one of the things the reason why I bring this up is because one of the dreams and goals I know that I remember you telling me that you wanted to do which was to be a director um, to yeah. direct your own feature length films and stuff too. So, yeah. Um, and it's kind of interesting because for you to say that you want to get into more real time stuff and at the same time draw and sketch again, which yeah. I think is obviously is a part of directing. I think, you know, actually the more I learn about the art of directing and how the system works, a lot of that comes from um, being in love with story, like loving story, like telling yeah. a story and then yeah. also communicating and working well with other people. I think those two things are the main traits of a good director. Yes, exactly. And uh, I think um, it's uh, um, also, you know, uh, wanting, yes, wanting to create world also, you know, yeah. to create universe, emotion, universe, uh, visual universe of, of something. Yeah. And um, so, so yes, um, yes, you said, yes, uh, be, being, uh, yes, becoming a, uh, Director of feature films is my is my dream, I think. Yeah. But it's a, yes, it's a really long term uh, goal. Um, but uh, yes, I, I think it's a it's an end goal. It's um, a great goal to have. It's a it's a huge goal. Yeah. Yeah, because well, you kind uh, of are though now, aren't you? Wouldn't you say? I mean, I guess we're both kind of little directors of our own, making our own little films. You know. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, sure. Sure. And. Yes, it's it's yes. We we are director of our uh, film, and uh, but you know um, a long feature film, film and short film as we do it's really different because uh, the the story in, in long feature film needs to be really really more. Uh, it's it's longer and uh, you you can't uh, you can't tell the same story. Um, 
in a long feature film and in, in a short film. Yeah. And I think the best example is the recent uh, Love, Death and Robots, uh, you know, short films on uh, Netflix. Yes. Because they are all short films. And Did you they... watch them all? Yes, I, I watched them all. Okay. My favorite is uh, Zima Blue. Which one is that? Uh, Zima Blue is, it's, is you know, uh, um, you, you, you didn't uh, see, see, see it? No, I just watched Alberto's one. I didn't watch any of the other ones. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, Zima Blue is uh, the one with the blue square and, uh, a, you know, a robot with blue square. It's it's um, hard to explain um, if, you, if you don't see it, but, uh, yes, it's called Zima Blue. And uh, I don't really like it visually, but I love it uh, by his story. As and, a story, yeah. Yes, and it's fun to, to do this uh, analyze because... You have, um, as, as a CG artist, I can like, you know, the one uh, with the awesome uh, CG effect, awesome CG models and stuff. But no, uh, again, I'm uh, catched by a story. Yeah. So, so, so when you see uh, Love, Death and Robot, you, 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 you know um, what, um, that is really different to write a story for minutes or for uh 60 minutes yeah yeah there's a total difference in the scale of it too yeah, yeah. um yeah. i'll have to definitely check this episode out because i mean I, I, yeah i think for me it's the same I, I love a great story and i have to definitely give it a try so yeah, yeah. um Zima and, and someone some short film can be can be uh you know can be uh um uh, I don't know how to say in English, but <laughs> somewhat, so, so, sometimes short films can be uh, not at at their best uh, at their best uh, you know best point because uh, because there is a lack of uh, yes of uh, story. Yeah, no, definitely because they're missing it. I mean, I think that's probably one thing. If we bring it back to passage too, it's like, well, that was another thing that I think was really interesting into the process that we didn't really in, anticipate or think about in the beginning, which was the vi the voiceover. Remember that? Yeah, we were thinking. I don't. Did we ever say say we wanted voiceover? I can't remember. Uh, yes, I. I uh, in the beginning. Uh, yes, at the beginning. We were like, okay, well, you need voiceover. Oh, yes, yes, and that. the first one was uh, the first one I remember. Uh, the first one was uh, a little paragraph by uh, Darwin. Ah, that's right. Okay, thanks. I'm glad you have a better memory than me because I always forget these things. So that's <laughs> right. We had a we there was a there was it was a passage from Darwin that was about evolution. That's right. Exactly. Yes. It, then, it was a really good uh, text, actually. Really good. Yes, that's true. I remember that. Why did we not use that? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. I think maybe it just didn't fit or something. It was weird. And then, um, yeah. then I went away and took all of our thoughts and I kind of wrote that paragraph that eventually became the main VO that lasted the whole time without any changes really. <laughs> because I, I wrote it and you were like, that sounds great. And I was like, okay, I guess this is it. So, <laughs> and I had, uh, we, we had to, we had to fit to, 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 um, uh, something we can, uh, tell, you know, and, uh, yeah. the Darwin text was so cool, but it, it was a concept and, uh, it's so, so weird to, uh, put this voiceover in a film, you know, it, it was not really, um, it, it was not really storytelling, you know, 
Yeah. You know, so the, the 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 new voice was really more about uh, storytelling. Yeah, I think it fit the film better because it was more like tailored to what is what we were trying to say, you know, which I think was also, um, I think that that's one thing that when I share this with people, like when I would share it with friends that are at a very high level doing this stuff too, I think that's the one thing they really loved and respected about this and, 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 and it's added what it did, I think is it set a contrast against other films that are like this, these short films where, where, which are like music or, experimental mm. like having the vo and a vet and a voice and a message i think it really elevated it um quite a bit you know yes because it's uh it gets uh people closer um, to the to the message yeah yeah so it's, what uh, we know it's, now it's, that it's we layer know of, 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 of uh, you know a new layer of uh understand um yes uh, a new layer of uh, understandable uh it's more clear. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's an interesting thing because I think at the same time too, it's like we're both trying to find new ways of expressing ourselves and using these different things. Cause as I don't know if people realize, but that was done by an automated voice program. So that's not even a human, (laughs) (laughs) which makes it even more fun because it was like some random voice that I had found online. I forget where I got it from and I just fed the text to it and I was like, Oh, this is pretty good. I took the text bought the audio and then cut it into the edit we had done 47 revisions 47 edits yes exactly <laughs> and so, it's why you know um it's why uh passage in certain way takes um one year to do because uh everything we we put in it is very symbolic for us and uh yeah and um it's why we took one year to do it because we really really want to put elements the right way uh, for the message, for the, yes, for the, for the message we, we, we have to say with passage. Yes. That's super important. Yeah. To get it all right and get it together and really have it so that it cut well together. But I think that was one thing for me is one of the key things that I learned in regards to communicating the art is also having multi dimensions and having like a, a script or some dialogue or something that's more relatable. Um, yeah. kind of ties to it you remember yeah. ironically when we were doing this i was watching the steve mcqueen not steve mcqueen alexander mcqueen documentary and there was like these skulls with the butterflies and i was like fuck man yeah. exactly exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. We, and, and just you know precursor to any of the people that made that we didn't copy you so hopefully you don't feel bad because we had already finished that shot but it was like <laughs> yeah. we were like oh well i guess we still have to continue doing it because it's it's something we have to finish. So yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, also it's it's um, you know you talk about butterflies and typically butterf- butterflies is so important in the shot. Yeah. I mean we can't just uh, you know uh, remove it just because someone else uh, <laughs> add, add it to the, no it's too much important for us for for the sense yeah. of the scene. So yeah, so. You are, but yes, we, we work we work a lot of stuff that. Um, Really, really a creation of us, but uh, yes, we we saw this, um, uh, you know, uh, um, somewhere uh, else. Yeah, there was lots of similarities, and I think that's one yeah. another part too is like just kind of accepting the fact that what we're making is authentic to ourselves, and that's it, even if it's not true to the rest of the world, you know. So, yeah. and that's okay too. It's like, I mean, I think uh, we have. I think this this 
this thing had a lot of inspirations. We had um, that Russian artist, Yuri um, Shredov or something. I can't remember his last name, but he, he was a big influence on us. He actually commented on our post too, which I thought was really great. And I thanked him for all the inspiration because he helped us because there's a thing with like photorealism and CGI is actually incredibly difficult to do. Yeah. Um, and so we realized that we wanted it to be more illustrative, you know, so it was more of a style rather than a photorealistic style. And we used a lot of illustration based stuff. We looked at paintings from, um, it was the guy that did the astronaut stuff too. um, his stuff. Um, we had a few illustrators and also ourselves and, that was a really important part of the process too, which we were like, okay, let's give up on photorealism and let's kind of find a, an illustrative style that we would be happy with. Yes. You know? yes. Yes. And, uh, yes, it, it's, it's, uh, more interesting, I think for passage to get this, uh, yes, more illustrative. And yes, you talk about, uh, Yuri Shredov, right? Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. His art is so great. So great. Yes, it's, great. it's so narrative and it has such a great, feel and a tonality and i had bought some of his tutorials and kind of understood how he thought and worked and so that was really great so we got to have you know i think it's really important when you make things too to always like respect the sources that you get them from so i mean i have to for me personally it's like you have to give a big thanks to him because he was such a big inspiration to us and so thank you you know so because art isn't made in a vacuum of space it's made with the the open mind of the brain taking in all information from everywhere around it and yes, exactly. combining it, you know? So, yeah. Yes, you're totally right. It's not, it's not made by yes, a vacuum of space. It's, it's really, really well said. Yeah, I think so. I think it's made from just all of us doing our thing together and, and collaborating and finding ways to solve problems and stuff too. So, which is, that was one thing I know, I think it's probably the hardest part of the process, which I think a lot of artists fail at, which I understand is like the process of production because it's so hard to do because <laughs> yeah. you constantly have to like learn and do things you don't want to do just so you can get to the end goal. But yeah, yeah. it's super important though. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yes, and I feel like it made me think about this. Um, I, I don't know why I say I say it, but I think it, it, can, it can help. Uh, you, you know, I have this... Um, uh, seven rules about uh, creativity. <laughs> oh yeah, you got your rules. What are they? Yes. So the the first one is daily work. Mm. The second is volume, not perfection. And it's so important to make volume and not perfection. And people uh, is you know is not really passionate about uh, they, they just want perfection. Uh, you know, too fast. Yeah. And so volume, not perfection, is important. And the third is still well. And I think it's it's um, it's kind of stuff you said, you know, still well, you know, because it's, we don't um, do yes from a vacuum of space. It's 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 um, influenced by someone, uh, even um, intentionally. You, you know what I mean? What do you mean by that? Um, I, I mean it it can be. Uh, not um, intentional. Gotcha. And so the fourth one is conscious learning. Mm. Uh, when you learn something, you have to be focused on and uh, not being a, a robot and uh, <laughs> like a friendly robot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fifth is uh, get some rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I think passage. <laughs> it's a topic. <laughs> with this. 
Yeah, and especially because you're on a different timeline. So I would always be up at like five in the morning. I was like, fuck. I man. think <laughs> at the end you, you were on, on, on a French timeline. Yeah, and it, it was killing and me. But I was like, we have to get this done. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, the sixth rule is uh, getting feedback, uh, obvious. And yeah. the seventh is uh, most important, create what you love. Mm. And I think it's the most important thing ever. Don't create things because you, because uh, uh, because uh, you are you're, because you want to be uh, or you want to uh, maybe you can help me with this, but like uh, yes. like likes and stuff like that or appreciation or something like that, like like yes, superficial exactly. small things. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Thank you, thank yeah. you. Exactly. Yeah. Just create what you love, and uh, that's only matter. Yeah, because I think uh, that's one thing that often is these this seven rules are great too. I totally agree and uh, align with them. I think it's really great because um, so many people that are listening to this are they probably have some of those same rules or their own, um, but sometimes you know they need to hear it. And the, oftentimes, a big part of the audience I think are younger students or beginning people in art. So it's really good to have this foundation because even though it seems abstract and so far away when maybe you'd see Francois's work and go like, wow, how did he do that? Um, but if you follow which that path. Software you use. What's that? What's that? I don't know. I said, which software you use? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's definitely um, a part of the equation, but it's not as important as these rules are because the the thing if you if you get to the level that we're at here is like you, you realize that all the tools are constantly changing and mm. they're constantly evolving so if you don't constantly change and constantly evolve and use these tools um and these rules as a device to help you navigate and then you're just going to get stuck in things you know and yeah. making art that you're not passionate about is a crime against yourself you know so like finding yeah. work that you connect with and be passionate about i think is it gives your life purpose and i and i know at firsthand that if you put your passion out there that it connects to what you want it's a manifestation and we're the very few people on this planet that are able to go inside of our mind and so much of the passage film is has the third eye reference and so what we yeah. consider the third eye is like the artist's imagination so everything comes from within your mind yeah, it's a very rare yeah. trait to have, you know, to be able to manifest things from your mind and give them to the world. It's, it's yeah. very unique. Yeah, yeah, and it's why it's why this kind of fake rules. Uh, it's not fake, but it's, it's not really a rules, but it's just maybe principles. Or I don't know, but it's why it's important because because really, really, uh, you know, in depth, passionate people um, can can really, really get struggle with their own uh, creativity. Yeah, I get really, really frustrated about things. And uh, when it's your passion, it's you taking this, you know, from the earth. It's 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 so important for you. It it can kill you, you know. Yeah. So it's important to be healthy with the way we, you know, the way we work, and um, it's why it's important. I think it's important only for really, really, uh, the the people, that, um, you know, passion driven people. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And there's a difference too. Not everybody has a deep dying passion to do these things. I think it's a very unique trait, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's why I, uh, I say that it's because I, I know, uh, I think we talk about this, but it's just for, yes, uh, passion driven people, not for yes, the people. Uh, yes. There's nothing, so and it's not bad if like you're making something and it, you're not, if you don't have that passion for it, it's not. 
it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, honestly, I would like it for everybody to have a passion in this world because I think the world would be better. Um, but yes. yeah, I mean, because if you're, if you're, if you, I mean, there's a really great talk that I've found from Jordan Peterson where he talks about this stuff. I think I sent it to you where he talks about being artist and being passionate and being um, yes. committed yeah. and dedicated to did, committing and dedicating your life to your craft is probably one of the most honorable things that you can do to, for yourself and not only yourself, but society and civilization as a whole. And yeah. he brought up Picasso as an example. He said that Picasso was one of those artists that helped us understand how to see in a different dimension, his dimension, you know, and that's like such a powerful thing, you know? So yeah, so it's yeah. powerful thing. And I, I, I personally think that you talk about Picasso, but I think these kind of people really don't have choice. They have to live with, you know, they have to live with their passion and they have to, to, to make something, uh, to make things around their passion because it's strong, really strong. It's stronger than life itself. It's just, we have to do it, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's a possession. Uh, it's like you're possessed. Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. It's an obsession or something, yeah. you know? And we're the but, same. I think we have the same thing. And that's why um, I imagine people ask you the same question. People ask, like, what do you look for in a collaborator? And that's probably the first thing I look for, honestly. It's like, are you obsessed? Do you, if you yeah. don't do this, are you going to be upset with yourself? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because you have to, because there's no way to finish these projects if you don't have that, because oh, yeah. it's so uh, easy to I, give up. Yeah. Yes. So easy to, to give up. Yes. Uh, I think. Yes, and, and, and when you do one year project like this, honestly, pa pa passage was, was sometimes really hard to, uh, yeah. to work. I was for. bitching the whole time. What the fuck? Yeah. 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 I remember. I was at, at, at 3 a.m. Okay. Uh. Yeah. three. Because, I mean, I think I was going a little crazy because I was like, working my other jobs and then I would work on this at night and then everything would break or wouldn't go right or we'd do a test or pass something off and then it wouldn't work and I'd be like fuck because I would just be upset with myself that it wasn't working the way it needed to so yeah again a good, another good example is when you're doing these things it's good to have a partner because like Francois would feel that and he'd be like okay don't worry let me fix this and then he would help out you know so yeah yeah it would help the teamwork and it's really really important uh, yeah yeah because I couldn't make Passage by myself and neither could you. We can make our own things. We can make great things by ourselves, but I think we make special art together, you know? Yes, yes, sure. Yes, sure. I, yes, I totally agree because, uh, <laughs> because it, but it's not a matter of technical skills, um, you know? Yeah, we eventually it's, solve whatever it is that we needed, I think, and that's a, that's yeah. a trick, you know? That's a, that's yeah, a goal I to think have. Yes, I think when you say uh, it's special because we work on it, uh, or uh, we are two to work on it, it's special because of, uh, yes, um, mind sharing, you know, um, ID sharing, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, it's, yes, it's, it's not about uh, technical skills, I think, because if, if you don't know to do something, okay, let's, let's, you, 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 you'll success to, to get your goal by another way yeah. always you just learn it or find it on the internet i mean that's like such a great thing that we have now probably yeah. people are wondering too about you and your passes did you learn art through um school education or how uh, did you learn yes. yes okay yes because i i yes uh so yes 
Uh, I've been doing 3D stuff since 10 years, but No Signals uh, is my first film, and it was last year, so what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and just yeah. because I spent, uh, I think, eight years to learn, uh, to learn software. Yeah, that's Yes, amazing. and to, to learn software and doing some stuff, you know, uh, but uh, not really, like, with maturity, I don't know how to say, but you know maturity? Yes? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Not really with maturity and uh, and stuff and um, so I I'm just a self-taught, uh, just self-taught. You know I I I learn everything by my own from drawing to CG, there everything. You there you go, everybody. So if you're out there and you don't have the money to go to college or you're you're poor or yes. broke like just, I was, you can. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. So cool. Now, yes, it, it yes, it was a matter of money. It was a matter of family because I'm only uh, the one who draw in my family. You know. Yeah, that's another thing I want to talk about. Is like growing up. Did you have? Because I know a little bit about your past, but like I know yeah. your family wasn't necessarily artists as well. I think they supported you, but they weren't artists yet. Yeah, it's uh, my family was. Um, oh, I, I maybe I, I just. Um, Yes, I, I will translate their job because I don't know it's in English. Sure. Um, uh, yes, let me, just a minute. <laughs> they would do like shoes, like crafting, like handmade shoes and stuff, right? I think that's yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. Both my parents and my brother. Yeah. So it was um, shoemaker, right? Shoemaker, yes. And that's quite a bit, that's a quite a different thing too from being an artist. I mean, there is an artisan part of that, obviously, and a craft yes. effort. Yeah. Sure, but... Not, it's not. It's really not the same. It's hard. Uh, I don't consider drawing um, like handcraft things. For me, handcraft is really, really, uh, you know, uh, handmade uh, job. I don't know actually English, but maybe you, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yes, and That's, I'm not yeah. this kind of guy, and I, I'm, I'm the only one in my family who, <laughs> maybe like a dreamer, you know. Sure. Yeah. And, my family was so, uh, you know, so, um, you know, on earth, you know, fit on earth. Yeah, <laughs> they want to make sure that you can, like, they can see your success and make it so that you can, that, that you'll be successful and live, you know, because, I mean, being an artist, I think that's the biggest fear for, for parents is like when they're, because yeah. they're like, exactly. oh, we, we can't see what your reality, your future is going to be because it's so wild and unknown, you know, so. <laughs> Yeah, they, they know. They know. I draw. Uh, they know. They knew. Uh, I draw since uh, you know I was kid. They, they, they were there. Like oh, like every parent, you know. Oh, you draw well. It's okay, but you, you never gonna be a drawer. You're never gonna be three um, D artist, or you're never gonna be it because it's not a job, you know. Yeah, yeah. This is my family. This was. So yes, it was. A, so I just learned by myself. That's crazy. There you go. I mean, anybody out there, because that's something that I get questions about a lot. It's like, you know, should I go to college or how could I do this and that, blah, blah. And I think if you can, if you have the dedication and the curiosity, I think that's something that we both share a lot too, is like, that's a really good trait to have as an artist is to be constantly curious and yeah, not exactly. close your mind off to opportunities and options, you know? Yeah. So. And for me, you know, college and school are same as software. Yeah. It's not because you were at this school that you're going to be uh, a, a star or something. Yeah. The school is a tool, you know, 
Yep. Like a software is a tool. Yeah. It's not the school that made you. Uh, it's you. Uh, and uh, it's so important. And uh, yes, a lot of people, um, I, I met, you know, I um, met sometimes uh, say, okay, I, I, I would like to get to this school and maybe I, I, uh, I will know how to do this. But uh, yeah, you can, you can. School is really helpful, but you can also um, search by your, by your own and uh, you will find it, uh, you know. Yeah, if you have the drive, the curiosity yeah. to do it. Yeah, I agree. And that, these are, again, I think that's another trait that we connect with on very highly, which I think is really important to have those same kind of traits yeah. and things that we're both, um, we both agree on or um, commonalities because it's super important to have, you know, so. Yeah. You also did the, your public, your first public speaking event um, be, while you were doing this, while we were doing the Passage Project. You want to talk a little bit about that and like what your experience was for that? Uh, with my uh, first... Uh, when you did the uh, the thing for Andrew Kramer's like um, speaking uh, event? Yeah, yeah. sure. Video yes. co-pilot thing? Video co-pilot live, I think, is that what it's yes. called? It was a video co-pilot live and uh, yes, there it was in Berlin. Uh, it was in, uh, I think it was... Uh, 24 last 24 in february mm. in berlin and yes it, it was uh yes the video copilot live and it was also my first uh public speak and i was uh, totally afraid of this <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. it's the first time you know it's the first time of my life i speak uh with you know uh, there were a thousand people yeah, that's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's first time in my life. So, you know, um, at college, when you, I, I didn't um, speak publicly. Mm. So <laughs> it's, not, um, it's not an habit for me, you know. I, sure. I didn't get used to it. So, yes, I was really afraid, but it was an awesome experience because uh, for, you know, it's, uh, you, for for first time, you can, you can, um you can meet uh, people who watch your film and you can meet people, get a connection, a special connection with your film, yeah. so special connection with you. So it's so interesting to, to, uh, to talk with, with them and, uh, and, uh, and share with them because it's like, uh, you know, uh, it's like you, you get, the, you know, you get something, you, you don't know them, but you get something that. Uh, make the connection and it's the emotion you felt with the film so cool so, yes it's, it's i think it's a really really good uh experience to to do to do it yeah would you do and, it again uh, of course because i was so afraid and uh, i remember <laughs> i asked you some advice and uh, you said no oh, it's okay i love it <laughs> and yeah. uh yeah and and uh, yes now i i think i i, I saw what uh what is really really uh cool with it and uh, so sharing with people and stuff and and it's so really it's so kind of stupid to be afraid but it's normal it's normal but finally it's kind of stupid to be afraid and so i i uh, i uh i will uh, uh redo it uh, for sure yeah if, uh, it's if a I good way to them. meet people and see people and 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 talk with them about art and yeah that. and also it helps you be better at explaining your ideas and art too which is great too so yes you you you're like uh, 
yes, a fish uh, in the same aquarium than other. You know, you, you, you're in your world. You know, you, you can, yes, speak about, about art. You can learn. You can. It's, it's so interesting. Yeah. If there was one thing that you could change about both your projects, um, Passage and No Signal, what would it be? Oh, question. <laughs> good question. I think uh, for No Signal, I think I won't change nothing uh, instead of add details here and there. But I think I won't change nothing because for me, I just, you know, I just move on. Uh, it's done and it's done. It's done exactly like it needs to be done. So it, it, could, it could be better, but it's another thing, you know? Sure. If it's it, it is what it is, you know? And uh, I, it's, it's an interesting question, but uh, no, I, I won't change anything. It's uh, because if I change one thing on no signal or on passage, I change, you know, the process. I change um the you know the mind process i, I changed the way um we, we did it you know and uh i don't want to change that it's an experience it's a life experience and uh, it's you know it's uh, important yeah yeah yes you, you know what i mean it's uh yes i i won't change uh anything that's cool I think. yeah because it's easy to kind of um be critical of your art past it but that's cool to hear that you wouldn't change anything i think i have the same thing there's obviously little things that i wish we could further and drive into it's kind of funny and ironic that we kind of finished some of the last few scenes of the last day yeah. or so of the film yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah really, really yes <laughs> yeah. yes we'll do i think we could do better with one month again and or something like this but yeah, that'll always be open. And I think that's why it took us so long because we were kept going, oh, it could be better, or this, that, blah, blah, blah. Yes. And uh, it's it's like, uh, because, yes, we, we are we always getting better, you know, so so yeah. it's uh, endless. Uh, we have to finish stuff. And uh, finishing stuff is an achievement uh, itself. Yeah. So it's why I, I, won't, I won't change anything, but I could do things better. You, you, you know what I mean? Yep, yeah. You mentioned doing art and going back to fundamentals, but you also, we talked a little bit about the future. What's next on your, um, your horizon for what it is that you're going to do next? Like, what are you thinking about doing next? Are you going to do another short film? Do you have another project in mind? Yeah, I think, I think I, uh, I, uh, I'm going to do another short film. Uh, but this time, <laughs> with a short deadline <laughs> challenge me not to do um, you know another challenge like okay what i can do in in maybe three months or four months or something and there is two challenges so the, the first one is this and the second one is and i don't want to uh, get you know struggle with um, inspiration i mean um i want to have time to to um to drop more ideas drop you know i need to to get images out of my mind absolutely you know yeah. and yeah. I, I don't want to do one film uh, per ideas you know yeah i want to yeah. do the uh, i want to do film on a really strong idea that needs films but i want to do other things like maybe concept art or still frames only you know for just quick ideas and, the, and stuff it, so we can maybe we can say my uh, goal is to express myself better a better way you know 
Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, like learning to communicate, you know? Yeah. And, and what's, what's yours? For me? Oh yep. man, I think, um, well, I think I kind of told you, I guess I could tell everybody, um, yeah, I'm going to do a star Wars next. So, yep. <laughs> yeah. Boom. So yeah, there it is. what's that yeah we are yeah exactly i think um i'm i grew up watching star wars it's such a a big inspiration for me and it's something i come back to all the time so um i'm going to yeah i'm working on um a fan fiction a full a completely unique own story um and yeah right now i'm writing it with my friend olaf Blumeris, who was on um, a podcast with uh, Patrick O'Keefe, who is the, the artist from Stars, um, Spider-Man. But no, that's really, that's that's right when we were finishing up Passage, um, it hit me like a lightning bolt. I don't yeah. know what happened. I was like, I think I came back from Mojave shooting. And I looked yeah. at my photos and I was watching some Star Wars movie and I was like, oh, yeah, why don't I do Star Wars next? Yeah. <laughs> Because because last it's again it's really personal but I think last Star Wars is yes I don't like them yeah and yeah. I think Star Wars is still a really really huge and really damn interesting universe in terms of iconography imagery and in terms of yes powerful storytelling so it's uh, it's it's yes it's like a playground you know to uh, yes, it's it's really interesting to to get uh, uh, involved into this kind of uh, yes uh, universe like Star Wars. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's super exciting, and it's um, yeah, it's like you know when you first have that first moment of push for a project. So I'm I'm in that moment right now where I'm just like fully obsessing and writing and and listening to things and watching all the movies and well, not all of them because I hate some of them, so I don't watch them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm very picky about my Star Wars. So, what's your what's your favorite one? Um, I think it's got to be probably Empire Strikes Back. So, yeah, yeah, I think it's the the it's in my mind it's the best fledged out like version of what Star Wars is to me. A New Hope is right next to that, and then there's parts of uh, Rogue One that I really like, and I've been yeah. watching it a lot more these days. And there's parts that I'm really enjoying. It's you know, it's definitely it's got its own things going on and some things. Yes, that I, I think, yeah, yeah, I think Rogue One is the best um, new one. Yeah. Best modern modern uh, Star Wars. It's very beautiful in- too. I think. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it's easy. It's easy for me to accept certain things because it's so well shot and it's so well conceived and the art is so well put from Ralph McQuarrie's brain which I love because I really don't like when they don't do Ralph McQuarrie style. (laughs) I'm so obsessed with his art. So I get mad when it doesn't look like it. I'm like, Hey, what, you know? So, (laughs) but, um, yeah, I figured, you know, um, I think we've talked about this, but I'm trying to find not a fast track to get to directing feature films, but I felt so many times like, you know, with the awaken Akira project was just simply done because it was out of love and the ghost in the shell thing was out of love. But this, Star Wars thing, I think, is because I want to show the world that I can, what I can do with the property, yeah. you know, and, and I can't, I mean, I can't go to, to Disney now and be like, hey, can I make this? They'd tell me to go fuck off, you know, so I'm going to go just make it. <laughs> yes, and the, yes, and it's so important what you say, because I feel kind of same. Today, it's, it's so important because today we got 
possibilities. We got tools, yeah. technology to do what we want. It's 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 a it's a it's a big, uh, you know, game changer because uh, you know um, some someone asked me why you do what you do, why we don't do other things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but what I don't do, yes, I, I do specially, I think I do kind of sci-fi or stuff, you know, and why I don't do really, really other things. And I answer because when I was a child, you know, w when you when you are a child, you, you have a world in mind. You, you have a world, you imagine world, you know, but you can't do it. You, you don't have skills, you, don't, you can't do it. But it's, it's such a good uh, time, uh, these times, because now you grow up, you have skills and capabilities, possibilities to do uh, your your kid's uh, dream, you know, your kid's world. Yeah. You know, and it's it's so important. It's, so so yes, why I I do I don't do uh, other things. It's just because I just follow uh, you know my imagination. Just just when I uh, like when I was a kid, but now I can do it really, you know, and yes. it's, it's kind of what you just said. Yeah. You know? That's the goal. You know, I think that's the real yeah. goal. You know, mm -hmm. I, I watched a really, I think I sent this to you, but I watch it every six months or so, but it's a, it's a talk by Gareth Edwards. I think his name is, he's the director of rogue one and he also did Godzilla yeah. and monsters and stuff. And he, it's, it's a, if you look it up, it's um it's a talk that he did at South by Southwest and it's an incredible talk because he talks about his journey and I think we can all relate to his journey and he managed to like manifest his own reality <coughs> and he like, you know, his whole life he was making all these excuses as to why he wasn't the director he wanted to be and like he yeah. would compare himself to his heroes and get really upset about it. Yeah. And these are things that I've done too. And like, um, and he overcame it <coughs> and he really went through and <coughs> excuse me and made, made it possible and chased his dreams and, and went through it. So, I use that as a big inspiration for me personally so that, yeah. you know, all these films like Passage and stuff, they all add up to our skill sets and our abilities so that we can go off and chase these childlike dreams, you know, so. Um, yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so if you want to do Star Wars uh, movie, just you can do it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because there's nothing holding you back. We have more technology and capabilities than any of our heroes did. You know, so exactly. I mean, the, exactly. my a seven three is more powerful than Stan, um, like Stanley Kubrick stuff. Well, not all of his. I mean, I'm talking about his very entry level stuff or mm. even Steven Spielberg when he was using his dad's like eight millimeter camera and stuff, you know. So the only thing getting in the way is ourselves from believing in ourselves, you know, so which I have a lot of problems with as well. And I kind of have to stop being like that and kind of just go, oh, I can do this and I'm going to. And, and I think that's something we learned from Anthony as well when we were working on with yes. things together. It's like when we watched his film, we're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> you wrote this and you directed this and you did all these things. Like, yeah, yeah he's so powerful. Yeah. Yes, so powerful. It's, it's fun because, uh, yes, uh, yes, you know, we, we, we both want kind of being a director of stuff, but when I see his work, um, Anthony's work, I was just, wow, man, how do we do that? Yeah. Cool. I think so with Anthony, he doesn't, he doesn't. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> yeah, he kind of, <laughs> freaking Anthony, because Anthony is like Kubrick merged with David Lynch, merged with David Fincher. You know, he's like yeah. those, 
and, and a little bit of John Carpenter because he can do he, he he can score his movies, he can shoot them, he can write them, and and that's that's yeah. really crazy. Like yeah. old James Cameron was like that. James Cameron was like that. So yeah. they're very rare and they're very unique. Um, but yeah, yeah he's good. He's good. At, he's as good <laughs> as music than 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 filming. Yeah, what the heck, man? Stop it, Anthony. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, so cool. He's so talented, but he's, it's it's really great because he also dies for his art, too. So, And he's yeah. in the middle of it right now. So, yeah, hats off to him and his production. But, yeah, man. Dude, this is... Uh, I've really loved having you on here. It's cool because this is kind of a sporadic episode, too, because we're like... I was like, hey, you want to be on the podcast? Um, yeah. And you uh, politely... Um, agreed to do it so that's i appreciate you doing it and being here and sharing it and i know that english is your secondary language and i mean honestly i only know like two words in french maybe a couple my friend uh my friend uh david levy taught me like a couple phrases and that's about it so <laughs> yeah i don't i know nothing so i feel bad you know it'd be really ironic if i knew fluid french and i told you now that'd be pretty funny yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. You'd be like, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> this whole time. Imagine, imagine now. Okay, boom. You speak French, like, hey, okay. <laughs> Man, yeah. You, you would want to kill me. It would be great. <laughs> yeah, I think it should be more easy for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, dude, thank you so much for being on the show and. Um, yeah, I'm excited to make more art with you in the near future and yeah. excited to see what you make and, and inspire the rest of us. It's going to be awesome. All right, there we are, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Big thank yous to Francois, a.k.a. Friendly Robot, for coming on the show and sharing his time with us this week. You know how it works. You can go out and find all the show notes for this week's episode at thecollectivepodcast.com slash 207. Um, you can also find the merch at thecollectivepodcast.com slash store. Um, and yeah, check out all the episodes, lots of stuff, lots of resources, um, just plenty of stuff out there. And I just hope that this is helping you out. If you're, you know, in need of some advice or some feedback or some help and you're on your journey. And I'm just hoping that these episodes and uh, our guests words, um, connect with you and they help you through, um, to your, to reaching your goals and your dreams. So go out there, everybody go about, be powerful, be prolific. Peace out everyone. <laughs>